The Be Cool podcast has been brought to you by Lebanese Drake. So bad, Europe and Asia put him on exile. Eating all the tuna tartare this side of the Mississippi. You can find him on Snapchat, mlander86. Good luck. Be cool. You ain't ready for war. You ready to rap. You ready to talk. Don't run your mouth. Ho, ho, ho. Merry welcome back, motherfuckers. This is the Be Cool Podcast. Christmas is upon us, the snow is falling, the shoveling has begun, the ice has started to form, and the Christmas trees are being put up all over the globe as we speak. The lights are on the houses, the twinkling, the brights, the uh, inflatable Rudolphs, the Santa Clauses, the Grinches, the snowmen, full of joy, eggnog everywhere, a little whiskey. And Waterworks is doing a pop-up to say goodbye to Nadia, one of their famous bartenders over the last few years. As they are currently closed, but they're doing a pop-up Friday. Call-in orders only. I think the call-in order started today. My order's already in. I know what I'm eating. I already know my drinks are coming. I'll tell you about that a little later. Happy holidays. Christmas is, where are we at? 15 days away. New Year's, six days after that, if you don't know your math, that's what I do on the top of my head. Crazy year, we'll see how it finishes off, hopefully this vaccine, like I said, April, March, everyone hopefully will be able to have such a thing if they're not allergic to certain things. So we'll find, uh, we're going to have to look into that the further the UK goes through with their uh, rollout of the vaccine and there's a couple other companies that are actually have a vaccine that is in the process of getting that approved fda is doing a fast track approval so hopefully nothing gets missed in that but that's all the politics i'm talking about i can't deal with this shit no more i don't talk up i'm not talking about donald trump i'm not talking about joe biden until he's sworn in i'm not talking about the stimulus package you guys had a chance to vote in Kentucky, you fuck that up. Hopefully, Georgia fixes it. And I'm all done with that. Georgia, fix it up. I don't want to hear anything about it. If you live in Georgia and you have any kind of pull, if you're Rex Chapman, if you're an NBA star, a football star, if you're a preacher, a minister, a local sheriff, a state police chief, and you have any kind of pull with the community, if you have a inkling of self-respect you see how this uh election process has gone <laughs> well let's shape this ship up grease it up you better shape up because i need a man need a man <laughs> that's what i'm talking a little sandy what do you want not sandy beaches i'm talking about sandy the blonde nice little dance nice tight leather whoever doesn't like tight leather on a woman I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't need it on me because I like to be loosey-goosey. I like to free ball it. Raw dog. Not raw dog it, but I like to free ball it. Free balling. It's a happy day. I hate shoveling, but you know what? It snowed a little bit, so you got to shovel. You got to keep ahead of it. And this week, end of the week, it's supposed to rain a little bit on Saturday and Sunday. I can't wait for that. I got to make sure the snow is cleared. People got to walk on the walkways, got to be clear for everybody. 
gifts have to be arriving to the door. We're talking about delivery men. And hopefully UPS packages are arriving on time. I got a shipment of pillows that have continued to be lost in the process since December 5th. I have a tracking number, but nothing in shipments has even, no update in shipment has even, no in transit, no nothing. Not arrived at facility, not even departed from the place it was supposed to. Bed Bath Beyond, you can fuck yourself. You can fuck yourself. Kohl's took a little time, but it got in. It got in. I can't be mad about that. Sonoma Sheets, 1,000 thread count. If you like your ass and your body to be good and cozy, get some nice Sonoma Sheets. 1,000 thread count. If you can, get that Egyptian cotton. Do what you can. But I, you know, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Some people like flannel. I don't like itchy shit. I don't like those little beads that on shitty sheets. Those things could be all over the place. I'm talking about fabric style. It is what it is. So the Bills win again. What another week of football. We almost had football all week last week. I don't know how that was possible, but I mean, just like the week prior, I mean, we Thanksgiving week was just as crazy. So we the Bills win again. We're eight and three, I believe. I don't know the record. I know we they were eight and three, right? No, thirteen week thirteen this week, nine and three, eight and three. I'm gonna go eight and three. You know what? If it's nine and three, fuck it. Better for us. I bet you it's 9-3 and three now that I think about it. Week 13 this week. That would make sense. But I'm not going to sit here and add it up for you. I know my bills were at the top of the heap. We got some struggles coming up. Because if the playoff time rolls around for us and we have to play a wild card game, I'm not happy about that. You work this hard. You finish strong. And we're still missing little Johnny Brown. So... Hopefully he comes back, but Davis has been doing great. Hope your football teams are doing okay. The Chiefs look great. The Packers, Steelers. Steelers had a little loss there. I don't know how you lose to the football team of Washington, but Anthony Gibson wasn't even playing. Antonio Gibson. Antoine? Anthony. Hell of a running back. Good rookie. Maybe not a rookie. Hell of a good player. Uh, hopefully he is not injured for the foreseeable future, but it's not really going to matter. NBA season kicks off in about a week, a little more. Obviously, you got a nice Christmas slate. I can't wait to get back home on Christmas Day, sit back and relax, drink the liquor, maybe go see some people, talk some shit, watch some Christmas trees burn later in the month. In January 2021, you burn those fucking trees up. Maybe on Christmas Eve you burn them up. I don't have any plans for these days just yet. Well, Christmas Eve, I definitely have plans. But Christmas Day, I get home, relax, get everything unpacked, get everything done. And enjoy basketball. That's my holiday. Basketball all day. It's a beautiful thing. Just like Martin Luther King's Day, it's a beautiful day. Basketball all day. I don't know how you feel about it. That's how I feel about it. I like enjoying life. The things I enjoy, I like enjoying. So when things are happening that I enjoy, I like to partake in them. No need to let anybody else or outside influences mess with that nonsense. You do you. Make sure you're happy because if you're not happy, you cannot make anybody else happy. 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 I'm drinking some dark magic right now. Got some of that for my birthday. Not the greatest coffee. Absolutely not the greatest coffee. 
Hard to find a better coffee that I don't have to order online. That's like uh, the death death note death death nut or something like that or killer nuts, I, whatever it is. However they whatever they inject those nuts with those coffee grinds. I don't need that. I would like a French press, but those grounds are hard to come by. The way I like the grounds. I mean, you could get a grinder just by the nuts, but then again. Who's got the time? Who's got the time these days? Who knows what's going on in this world? If coffee's even going to exist in the next two weeks, what, what's the cost of it going to be? Is toilet paper around? Is pickles uh, available and brine? Can you get a turkey? Uh, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to wipe your ass? How are you going to get outside? Is the air breathable? Hopefully we find out the, the results of some of these questions in the near future. We're all just trying to do the same thing. Get up every day, be productive, hopefully get something done, have some money in the bank account, buy food, eat, sleep, re- reboot, 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 do it again. And the NBA, like I said, is now being held hostage almost by their players. So this is the theme of the podcast today is going to be, you know, almost, uh, you know, self-awareness self-understanding and taking responsibility for the actions that you know and the choices you make in life so the NBA for a long time prior to the last I don't know 10 years has been all about the owners owners make getting their money and could care less about the players the players were just pawns and as any kind of sport you could think of you know you pay you sign players to a contract you pay them that contract whatever the contract tells you to pay them or you've agreed to they fulfill that contract and then at that time they become free agents some things in the uh, collective bargaining agreement that the NBA and the players association have agreed to are 50-50 revenue splits and some contracts are different than others when a player becomes available for free agency so some people get a restricted restricted free agency and sometimes you're unrestricted. So that all depends on how the contract was created in the first place. Some people have an extra year where they have an option for the next year, blah blah blah. And it runs down the line. There's it's, it's too much to get into unless we're talking strictly just about free agency and what contracts and how how contracts are signed, what different things in contracts mean in a single podcast. There's plenty of podcasts I could tell you to go listen to, such as the Ryan Rossillo podcast, which is on The Ringer. Bill Simmons runs that and owns that. You can go check that out. Ryan Rossillo, R-U-S-S-I-L-L-O, I think, or I-L-O. Not hard to find, theringer.com. You can find all that information on Ryan Rossillo podcast, probably NBA free agency. Not a difficult thing. But this is not what this podcast today is about. That's just an overview of what a con- some contracts can have outlined within them. So within the last 10 years, the NBA has changed it quite a bit. Where almost has socially, uh, the way our country has changed players have had more ability to determine the outcome of their careers and where they're playing, who they're going to play with, and how much money they're going to make. 
Now, over the last four years, it seems to have gotten a little out of control. Players have signed contracts in a summer, and in a few months, they've asked for a trade to a different team so they can go play with another great player to form a super team of sorts. Because it's difficult to contend in the NBA without having two A players or an A and a one B. Difficult to compete. The, Celt- uh, the Lakers just won this past year because they had two top five players as LeBron James and Anthony Davis. With a bunch of pieces. I don't know how they found them and how it all came together at the right time, but... They took advantage of the bubble situation. They got in there and did the work. Such as the Miami Heat did. With a more of a team-based attitude, but through certain situations, as in Giannis Antetokounmpo losing uh, that series against the Heat to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, he was injured got injured, wasn't able to perform at his ability, which, unfortunate for NBA fans, it would have been a great series between the Bucs and the Celtics. Celtics should have been the Heat, but that's all here and there. That's not going to happen. That's the past. We have to move on to the future. So, you have players now that are, regardless of what their contract says, if they have two years left, three years left, they're holding teams hostage in, in a certain way, as they're leveraging their status in the NBA and trying, to, not trying, but making their career or their path in their life or their career all upon them. So the, the choice that an NBA player can make if you have that status, if you're a top 10 guy, you can bully your way out of the team that you're on and get to a different team. <clears throat> for a number of reasons. Some, sometimes the team you're on is terrible. You're not a contender. Sometimes you're getting to a certain age and you know that your window to win a championship is closing, such as the topic of this part of the conversation is James Harden. Now, James Harden is a bona fide offensive stud. He can hit shots, step back jumpers, layups, free throws, but he is a shot creator and a shot maker, 100%. The offense that has been, been, has been built around him, though, in Houston, where he currently plays, is based on his ability to score, to handle the ball, to get his shot anytime, to get to the free throw line, to get to the bucket, to get to the free throw line, to make points, to score points. That is what he does. And he has been known to, you know, the last few years to step up his defense just a tad, and he can assist and rebound also. But he is, his team has been built around him. Now, over the last three years, he's asked to play with Chris Paul, who was a bona fide stud, Hall of Famer probably. He had him shipped out because they couldn't win a couple years against the Warriors. Last two years ago, he got Russell Westbrook to get traded. Well, last well, I should say last year got Russell Westbrook to get traded from OKC. Rockets sent a bunch of draft picks, which is helpful for your future. 
to get Russell Westbrook another bona fide stud, a triple-double walking to play with him. They couldn't win. And now this year, he's asked Russell Westbrook to get traded, so they get John Wall, who hasn't played in two years. He's got bad legs, surgeries all over the place, to play in Houston with him now. They made that trade. The Houston has accommodated all of these things, probably discussed that. Well, not shouldn't say probably. Definitely has discussed all of those transactions with that superstar, James Harden, and nothing has accumulated at a, a, a come of that as in wins or titles I should say definitely made the playoffs but hasn't got, haven't gotten over the hump to be in the finals or compete for a championship I shouldn't say not comp- they have competed for a championship but haven't been to the Western Conference Finals or they haven't been to the NBA Finals and that's where you need to go to win a championship so that's where they are so now even during the COVID protocols that the NBA has put in place because they're going to be playing at the arenas that these teams actually reside in, the cities that they reside in. The NBA has stricter protocols as you cannot, don't, only reason to go outside is to go to team facilities to practice or to get essentials such as toilet paper, food, yada, yada, yada. Well, James Harden doesn't want to report or this last, um, during this offseason, has not wanted to report to to training camp to uh, you know get acquainted with the team again new head coach and after he has asked Russell Westbrook to get traded to get John Wall over here John Wall's there James Harden's nowhere to be found last weekend where's he at he's at a little baby a little rapper He's a rapper. He's a little rapper to me. Nothing nothing big to me. Little baby. He's at his birthday party. And he's wearing no mask in pictures that James Harden has taken. These aren't pictures from paparazzi or little babies people. These are James Harden's Instagram posts of him not wearing a mask out there partying. And doing who knows what. What he's doing, I could care less. That has nothing to do with this conversation. But what he's not doing is following the protocols that the NBA has set. Nor is he fulfilling his contractual obligations to the Houston Rockets. Who are paying him over $40 million a year. Around that. 35 42 who knows what it exactly is. It all is stipulated on a great many things probably. Now that's not how... As a person who's, as a human being, you should act. Nor is it a person that, who has held a base, a figurative gun to an organization's head to accommodate everything that he's asked. And he signed the contract to be on the team and to play. He's still got two years left on his contract. You do not show up for your obligated duties. Nor do you follow protocols that are helping you get paid. Such as the COVID protocols. The, the reason that the NBA has implemented these things is so that they don't have to lose more money than they already are. Because you can't fill seats in arenas. You're losing billions and billions of dollars. And these players are still making money. Close to what their contracts are saying. Some people are getting a different percentage just because of the taxes in those states, such as the Warriors. 
which is all dependent on the uh, luxury tax and if they go over that tax. That's a different that's a different breed of information that we don't need to get into for the layman's out there. But now James Harden, he is he has told the Rockets that he is going to report, but he is trying to strong arm himself into a trade, either with a contender, the Sixers, or to play with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. Now, I don't care where James Harden plays. I don't dislike James Harden. I actually love every basketball player. I love the talent every basketball player brings. I love watching YouTube videos of or channels of players who go to parks, who people talk shit to them and they break them up, they destroy them. And there's, I mean, they people, shit talkers are going to talk shit regardless if they lose a basketball game or not. But I love seeing people getting shut the fuck up because getting shut the fuck up learns you a lesson. Now, some people don't learn the lesson, but it may take a little time for them to learn that lesson. Now, when you get your ass beat for talking, I'm not saying physically, but if you get your ass beat by talking shit about something that you can't accomplish, sooner or later, you're going to get your ass beat physically because of that. Because your mouth is right and shit, your body can't cash. Now, that's a a line from a movie called Top Gun. Now, some people don't know what Top Gun is because maybe you didn't grow up in the early 80s or the early 90s or the 2000s. But I can't do anything about that. Go back and watch. I must, if you don't haven't seen that movie, it's not a movie you want to go sit down and watch if you're a young person. I understand that. It's not, it's not that thrilling. There's a lot of drawn out shit. Plus, you have Tom Cruise, who is a, you know, big spokesman for a crazy cult that, you know, at some point, maybe, that the federal government will take a look at and stop worrying about some guy's taxes. We got to worry about these these cult like entities that run around tax free, and they are just. I mean, they probably committed horrendous crimes that people aren't even investigating and if they are investigating it and i'm saying that i truly apologize to the federal bureau of investigations the central intelligence what is that cia central intelligence so it can't be an association what is that someone someone tweet that to me write it in instagram send me an information at reese 45 mc So we're going to have to figure what that A is, but you know what I'm getting at here. So hopefully, now now this is the dilemma here, that we we have the, I'm down with the uh, player empowerment. There's no doubt about that. I think players should have the choice to do whatever they feel best for them, themselves, and their career. But if you sign a contract, you can't, you cannot just regardless of and if you have if you okay let's just put it the way that James Harden said if you've signed a multi-year contract four or five year contract and you've requested people to be moved in and out of that organization and they have fulfilled those they have fulfilled those requests that you have made those are the choices you made after three years you can't start saying oh you gotta ship you gotta trade me it does it, it cannot work that way it cannot work that way for the sake of the league or the sake of 
the player because eventually the player is going to get fucked over again because everything runs in circles. It's like a, it's like the bubble. It's like any kind of bubble. It's the internet bubble, the tech bubble, housing bubble. All these things burst at some point. Everything, it's just like the way the the earth has been alive or I should, the earth has been around for as long as it has. It's recycled itself. It's been through a great number of catastrophes that has allowed it to rebloom and turn into what it is or what we've had before we, uh, you know, basically destroyed all of it. But that's, you know, heavy industry will do that to a great number of things. So the NBA has to figure out... So the Rockets are basically being... They have no choice but to fulfill another request that James Harden has. Because if they stick it out, they don't have the draft picks left. They don't have the talent on the team to compete for a championship. So in two years, they're gonna if they just stick it out, they're going to lose James Harden. And they're left with nothing. But if they fight it, if they say, you know what, if you're not you're you're at breach of contract, you you know you're not obviously if you breach your contract, you don't get paid the money. Then no other free agent is going to want to go to the Rockets because what they have done to a superstar player. So there's a win and loss with all of this. The win win is at the end of the day is they're going to have to trade this guy and hopefully they can get some kind of value that is close to 100% of what James Harden's value is. That's going to be hard to do because you don't want two stars. You want a superstar or better because draft picks can only help you because you've traded those all the way to fulfill this uh, this guy's request at nauseum. And that's what the Rockets are stuck with. So as NBA fans, we get a little... Now, it, you don't know where to draw the line. Who stepped over the line? How do you judge that? You, and B, NBA is not just about teams. A lot of fans are about players. Some people just like an NBA player. And they like the team that they're on. So LeBron fans have been Cavs fans, Heats fans, and Lakers fans. There's a, and not every superstar has been on the same team. The only guy who, in the last five years, who's stuck with the original team is Steph Curry. And he's baby faced. He's, and he's a small guy, so he's adored by levels of people who live in this country kids, teenagers, adults, senior citizens. He does a lot. He's a family man. He does a lot for the community. And he's branched out into playing golf, doing golf tournaments. And he's charitable in many ways. He's done a lot for a lot of people and a lot of families out there. Such as uh, as many athletes and people with success have done for other people. So I don't mean to not talk about them, but that is just a thing. I don't want to glance over that. So hopefully, James Harden has a realization at some point that of the choices and the actions he's made are going to result in maybe his fan base leaves in some in some fashion. Maybe he realizes, oh, you're right. This is this is kind of selfish of what I'm doing right now. 
it's kind of fucked up that I'm not following COVID protocols, not just in the league or the company that's hired, hired me, who pays my bills, who's given me this lifestyle, but the uh, rest of the nation who is losing 2,000 people a day. Maybe, maybe those realizations happen to people. But when you are that successful, when you are looked at as a millionaire, uh, just a walking billboard, people give you shit just to give you shit. Sometimes you forget about those kind of things. And that leads me into the second part of this conversation is Johnny Depp. And not just Johnny Depp specifically, but what getting to a certain height and popularity brings. Now, Johnny Depp started off small. He did 21 Jump Street, really blew off when he, uh, let's see, Edward Scissorhands. He had What's Eating Gilbert Grape. But then it really got big when he started doing the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And with fame, popularity, with financial gain comes a great, great many things. And there's a number of movies I could tell you. I mean, my favorite movie Johnny Depp is in, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, not a big blockbuster movie. It's a cult classic. Best acting I've ever seen in my life. Benito del Toro, Johnny Depp, Hunter S. Thompson biopic, basically. Hard not to give that an Academy Award, Grammy, well, not Grammy, well, the Grammys probably were involved because of the great songs that are within that, that, that video, or that movie, I should say, that masterpiece, so go and check that out if you haven't, great Christmas, great, great, great Christmas movie, and it kind of dives into what we're dealing with society also today, so Johnny Depp becomes this uber- famous person he's got all the money in the world he's buying islands he's got houses everywhere different countries he drinks thousands of dollars of bottles of wine a week he buys random shit he doesn't need and he eventually gets in bad relationships who do you trust who do you don't who do you don't trust last five or six years maybe even more he's been in legal battles with his ex-wife amber heard who I've never really even heard of. Well, I've heard of. I've done the re- done a little in- digging and in- you know information gathering throughout the years when these topics pop up about him being in court, blah blah blah. But she has accused him of being a wife beater in different court cases. He's brought out Winona Ryder, other ex wives he's had that said this is not the man. This man would never do something like that. He never hit me. Blah blah blah. Now let's just say, for the record. No, regardless of what somebody else says doesn't mean, or a relationship that somebody else has with that same person doesn't mean that it's incapable of somebody doing something else. So you could have, such as Ted Bundy had a child, had a girlfriend, a wife. He didn't kill them, but he killed uh, unsuspecting women at colleges, dorm rooms, all over the world. I mean, all, all over the country. So let's just, you know, let's just get that information out there. Just because you didn't do one thing to one person doesn't mean you're incapable of doing it to another. I'm not saying he is the innocent person in any any kind of court case he's ever been in. 
With that said, let me tell you the story here. Now, this is the self-implosion that happens not just because you have money, success, and all the availability for things in your life, it, but it comes, maybe this has a part of mental health issues that are not diagnosed or you're not aware of. And I'm not saying any of this with that, with that being an excuse for any action somebody takes. Obviously, if you're Ted Bundy, you have some serious mental health issues. That does not allow you to claim insanity because you're well aware of the things you're doing. Why you're doing them is a different story altogether. I don't know if you can lay that down in court as a defense, but could be a possibility. I haven't done a day of research in becoming a lawyer. I didn't go to school to become a fucking professor of any sorts. But I did learn how to pick up a mic, write down some lyrics, figure out how to rhyme some shit together, make a hook, see other people in the in a, see other people that were my age in a crowd while I was making delivering those songs throughout the PA system or the speaker boxes, and they knew the songs, they danced to them, they twerked, they did all their things, sometimes they took off their clothes, no money was exchanged, um, I'm an innocent bystander in all of that. Now, it's sad for me to see such a person, such as Johnny Depp will have all the admiration for, but have no idea of how he's of the reality of his life or the things that he has actually done reporting on stories hearing reading stories that you know entertainment tonight or hollywood.com or something like that you i don't know how good of reporting that is i don't know where they're getting their information but per se but i will say that there's a great number of articles that you can read that are one way or the other there's no evidence of any kind of beating but there is evidence of her trying to steal money from him or she's trying to blackmail him blah 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 you know you could go either way you want hollywood stories are all the all the same until they're actually evidence such as harvey weinstein bill cosby you know when this shit really when it really hits the fan it hits the fan these people do jail time and that's what you're eventually going to see when a case is as prevalent as it should be as we are in society today. The problem I have with Johnny Depp, though, is all the choices that he's made in his life have led up to this. The excess. The, act, the, the, the excess of drugs, alcohol. I don't know, I, I really don't know about all the women, but there are, it seems like when he has a relationship, he marries that person. But, and he's has, he has children. He has been, he's been in bands, you know, he's, he's done a numerous amount of, you know, cultural, I, nah, I shouldn't say cultural, he's done a, a, an enormous amount of work. And I don't know if he really took the time to understand the things that he, he was doing to himself while he was performing on certain levels of his life acting musician father husband 
sometimes those things can be blind you can be blinded while you're or you can be unaware of the things that you're doing because of all of the thing all of the things that you are doing it's hard to manage all of those roles and be great at it <laughs> i shouldn't say that it's hard to be a great actor and be an okay mus- musician and be a great husband and father it's hard to juggle all of those hard acts to follow and so i'm going to say that maybe one or two of those things well right now all of those things are affected negatively he doesn't he's not acting obviously these accusations like that do not allow are <laughs> do not warrant a company to hire a person such as that the the problem resides within Johnny Depp himself it's almost the same thing that Kanye West has dealt with since he's gotten with Kim Kardashian they have children they have children together he's a successful musician he's a successful designer he's a successful businessman but then he gets caught up with Donald Trump and then he gets caught up with his inability to just shut the fuck up and when you don't know how to shut the fuck up, you get caught up in just hearing your own voice. You don't listen. You don't pay attention. And you think everything you touch is gold. It's going to be hard for other people around you to embrace that and to share in that success. Or or want you to be successful. There's things that people just will never understand about a creative person in that way while you're self-destructing you could be destructing others but you're not some people don't have that ability to be self-aware of those things while they're being or while they're considered a genius in whatever field that they are those are the unfortunate results of the lifestyle that comes with Gaining fame and success through the thing that you're devoted to. Kanye West's life has, you know, it seems to be okay right now. There were some terrible things that could have happened in the last year or two. Thankfully that his wife has stood by his side. He's done a lot to support, you know, others in, you know, circumstances such as Meek Mill who was in jail for numerous years in and out of jail violations of probation that weren't violations but the judge on his case just wouldn't give it up just wouldn't give up throwing him back in jail you can there's a good documentary about that Jay-Z got behind blah 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 the Lincoln Project they took care of business and they they got that judge off the case and Meek Mill's free to do what he feels is available to everybody else a, a freedom that hopefully that we as society can agree that everybody should have unless you commit crimes against that freedom with Johnny Depp Kanye West and others it's that empowerment that they've been given through their success which has driven them into obscurity in some ways. And I think these are the types of minds that people and doctors need to 
I said scientific people and doctors should take a great look at and see what is maneuvering in that brain. What side of the brain, blah, blah, blah. Find the lobes, find the electroids, what are they doing in there? I, I think these kind of people need, not just for themselves, but for the sake of the people around them, to find out the brain chemistry that's going on within them. Maybe it'll save lives in the future. Maybe it'll save their lives down the line. Johnny Depp is not getting any younger. Kanye West is not getting any younger. And these stresses, these things that they have in their lives because of the choices they've made can ultimately maybe put them in jail for a long time. Who knows what's going to happen. But these these people have to be aware. They have to. Someone has to tell these people what's going on within within them that's causing them to act in certain ways and react to certain things but the excuse of oh i uh, people it's the money it's the bubble you know what that's bullshit because people who don't have money can act the same way poor people can act the same way people without fame can act the same way there's no doubt about that i don't want to compare compare these people to serial killers but that's that's almost the way that it is it's almost the same kind of actions that these people are take i don't know if you call it a sociopath or a psychopath I, i'm not a you know i didn't i didn't go through that i'm not uh, psychology is not my uh forte but i can tell you i've listened to 100 almost a thousand at least a thousand podcasts on serial killers with the actions they've taken, the lives that they've lived, how they got into certain places, and the things they did after they committed murders. And I have seen for 40 years, well, I'd say probably aware for the last 30 years, of the actions that people have made that have been successful and the things that they've done while they were successful, good or bad. And some things do add up. You know, they say math, math is everywhere in life. And so these, you know, add one and one, you get two. Sometimes one and one, you get two. You want to multiply by two, carry the three. You, what do you got over there? You got to figure these equations out. Maybe you have to get a little algebra, a little geometry going. The angle over there might be different. Sometimes the weather patterns can change. We have to look at and not be able to just judge somebody because a headline pops up. Nobody's perfect out here. We're all capable to do great things. And unfortunately, we're all capable to do terrible things to other people. You know, I, I just happened to talk about Kanye and Johnny Depp and James Harden earlier. Is that with great success comes great responsibility. You know, it... it you didn't have to become the best, but you did. I'm not, am I going to feel sorry for you? No. Because you continue to do it. If you didn't want all the fame, if you didn't want all the success, you didn't have to keep doing more and more, get better and better, become what you are today, and make all the choices that you have made. And now you have to lay in bed with the results of those actions this can translate anywhere to anyone at any time 
just these people have a more prevalent name that you may know a little background on their story. So maybe that can help you reflect a little bit in life of the things that you're making, the choices you're making, and maybe you can stop them before or continue them before they allow any negativity or horrendous choices, cataclysmic choices in your life. And not and so you can find happiness and success and the worries can be diminished at any point. But if you find yourself ever tripping over your own feet or being greedy or gaining success and with that comes negative results, maybe you can stop those earlier if you see a pattern arising. That's my gift this holiday season. In this podcast, in the Be Cool podcast, is to tell the tell the stories of others, good or bad, that maybe we all can try to figure out the puzzle a little bit quicker, so we can absolve ourselves of pain and horror, and embrace and allow joy and happiness to perfume our body and i do have to say with with that a huge condolence to a young woman who lost her son at 16 years old heather liberty a rebel south burlington rebel amazing woman i hope everything this holiday season can give you as much love and support as possible because just a sad sad turn of events for your departed son now so if you know heather or you understand how to go on facebook heather liberty there's a gofundme to you know help this this family that needs it in the greatest way so please go out and do that it's Liberty, L-I-B-E-R-T-Y. Just a year younger than me. Went to school together. So do everything you can, if you can, to you know lighten that load as much as possible. So here at the Be Cool Podcast, we're thinking of you. And I know that this community is thinking of you. You can see the outpouring from South Burlington alumni. And obviously your classmates. So, and your friends, your family and your loved ones. This has been another episode of the Be Cool Podcast. And remember, be cool, motherfuckers.